Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. everybody, welcome to the show, The Carlton Show, episode number 21, round 16. Lovely to be here, lovely to have your company again, Andy Ma, Paul Barbaza and Stephen Purdell. Hello, Bagsy. Hey, you go, Andy Gex. We've got another win up, boys. Another win for the Blues on the weekend. <laughs> Happy Baz. Yeah, we've got to win. We've got to win the Blues. What are you talking about? We won that game on the weekend, didn't we? <laughs> didn't we win? 14-690 oh, to 12-10-82. That's what we beat them. We beat them, didn't we? No. no. I've got some bad news for you. What happened? Well, no, no, we didn't get the four points, no. We didn't get the four points. What are you talking about? I could have sworn we won that game. <laughs> every stat was in our favour. I even told the missus one last night. and we, we even Every time we get a win, we got this little thing, me and Jude. If the Blues get a win, we play that little uh, game in the bedroom, hide the sausage. Oh, and I, I went... I went up and at him last night, and uh, oh, geez, I owe her one now. Just as well she knows nothing about footy. And just as well she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, we, so we didn't win. No, no, no. Right. We're here, there, of course, thanks to uh, Black Velvet Coffee again. Um, now, listen, we're all about to indulge our taste buds with the ultimate coffee experience, right? Now that we're all into this voodoo child blend uh, that I'm being told from all four corners of the earth is the greatest coffee. I had my delivery this week, yet to sample it, but I can't wait to get my chompers uh, into it. Yeah, I notice you've got your bag sitting at your feet, Gecko. So um, the Voodoo Child Blend, everyone's got to have a crack at it. Every morning for me, without fail. It is rich. It is intense. It has a distinct caramel aroma. It is full-bodied. It is well-rounded. It is perfect for both espresso and... Milk-based coffee, if that's your way of drinking a coffee, Bagsy. Well. If that's your way of drinking a coffee. Okay. It's one of... hot and sweet. (laughs) It's won a bronze medal at the Melbourne International Coffee Expo and is a favourite of Black Velvet's master roaster, if you don't mind, Darren Silverman. The master roaster. No relation to Dick Silverman. With which film do you associate the name Dick Silverman? Oh, I should know. Yeah, this. you should know. This it was a big, it was a seminal movie in all of our adolescent uh, development phases. Porkies? Close. Oh. The Case of the Smiling Stiffs. <laughs> Dick Silverman. <laughs> he was the, I'm sure Dick Silverman was the uh, PI. Uh, I, probably, I probably rode my bike down to the Bulleen Drive-In to see that film and sat on the grass. Bank was there and a bank drive-in in Bulleen? Of course there was. Yeah. Where? Buddy in Bulleen Road near uh, near Marsland, just up the road from Marsland. Get out of here! Yes, it's, it's not there. You now. didn't know there was a drive. That's a flood in Bulleen. Yeah. yeah, 
Bloody oath. Oh, yeah, yeah, up the top here. Of course yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We used to sneak in all the time. Uh, best of all, those ones. listeners of the Carlton Show can take advantage of Black Velvet's exclusive offer. 10% off all online orders using the discount code Carlton Show. Simply log on to blackvelvetcoffee.com.au to start your Black Velvet experience. Evan go. Yanos. Evan Yanos has, he's a Twitter follower, Gex. He's jumped onto the grappa, the homemade moot, into the. Oh, mate. Mm. He showed me a bottle he of it. He sent a photo. He sent a photo. I saw it. Boom. Straight in. <laughs> Put a nice big thumbprint. That's it. Ep 21, with all due respect to the great Rod Curley Austin, who we love the work of. And he was we a love funny the, kick, wasn't he? He was. And we love the work of his daughter, Georgie, who has a lot to do with the young Carlton professionals and is an outstanding, oh, I didn't know that. outstanding young uh, I didn't contributor know that. to the football club. And Should Barry one, Gill. Huh? And Barry Gill. I am Barry Gill, of course. Yeah, 1970. Um, Barry Gill. Barry Gill. Yeah. Josh Bootsman, of course, made a significant <laughs> contribution to the club. Mm. Infamously. <laughs> yeah. Just, if you're talking about kiddies, the case of the small and the <laughs> He was a wasted talent, Bootsman. I reckon he had something uh, too. He had something. Yeah, he had he something. Showed he had it. Snapchat. That's what he had. Um, Craig, Craig Bradley, of course. Oh, superstar. Record holder. Give me your favourite Craig Bradley moment before oh, we get stuck in. On oh, the West Coast, at Princess Park, down the down the wing, five on the, bounces. On the pocket bounces. Yeah, five bounces, goal. He, I got a better one. He, well, go your hardest, but uh, I reckon he was the type of player who used to run his opponent, if he did have one in those days, but yeah, he used to run his opponent into the ground. Sure. He wasn't a, a bash and crash, we know that. He was an outside, graceful, brilliant player. He used to lay it up. He used to kick goals, used to do it all. He was just a magnificent, perfect specimen of a player. Superbly And said. played to the age of 38 years Incredible. of age. Incredible. And that was what, when did he retire? 38 uh, and 291 days to be precise. So nearly 39 years, which is outrageous. That's an outrageous. unbelievable performance. It really yep. is. No, 95 was, grand final. He kicked the first goal, 95 grand final. They won along the boundary line. And I'll d- distinctly remember, he kicked the goal, and there was no carry-on. <clears throat> he just wheeled around, get back in the middle of the ground. And as he wheeled around, <clears throat> he looked inboard. And I think it was to, it was either to Diesel or to Rats. He just winked. He went, come on, boys. Little wink. Get back. Let's do, get the next one. There was no hooper, no holler. Just, we're here to do a you job know, today. That, now that you mentioned well, it, I do remember that. Do you, I do remember Go that. back and have a look at yeah, the 94. Yeah. If you're ever watching the replay, watch I Bradley kick that. the first goal of the game and watch his reaction. Yeah. A little wink to someone in board. Come on, come on, next one, next one. When you, you know, the adrenaline mm. in a grand final, you would have thought, you know, human, more mere mortals would have been caught up in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Not Bradley. No. He was the consummate professional. Absolutely. And we, we know what we did. Can you believe we went in underdogs that day? Find it like oh, what a day. They backed you along into favourites. I've told this story before. Oh, Gecko, Gecko I'm, I'm, was back overseas. Pa- I'm backpacking in Europe. Yep. And Baz is telling me how, how we're cruising and Cooter's just come out of nowhere. He's playing out yep. of his skin. I'm getting excited. I'm, I'm, I'm suddenly making arrangements to get back yeah. to said, the grand final. Yeah, I remember his words were, should I get back? I said, mate, get back in a hurry. <laughs> yes. right, they're absolute morals. And I remember the day oh. that, that Earl Spaulding knocked out uh, the guy at West Coast. Guy uh, McKenna. Was it Guy McKenna? Yeah, over yeah. in Perth. Right. Oh. I, if that, was that the last round of the year or close to? And I remember saying to you, Andy, yeah. 
We'll win the flag. I remember you saying it. Yeah. So, so they win 15 in a row, was it? Well, yeah. we, we had the two six losses to, to Sydney six, and... Uh, grand final. 15 in a row coming to the grand final. Yeah. And the bookies have a second favourite. <laughs> six to four. Six to four, right? Are you kidding six me? Six to four. And me and Gex had uh, a nice sum on it. Beautiful work for A nice sum. Those two losses, there's a story that needs to be told one of these days. We might probably need to get it legal before we tell the story. But there's a story that that is begging to be told. Uh, about our two losses. We lost those two games mid-year to Sydney and St Kilda in consecutive weeks. Ooh, I wouldn't go there. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. No, I don't go there. I'm not going to go there. Um, Round 16. uh, Gecko's supposed to start off with something too. Oh, you have to, Gex. Come on. What's this? They are... They're going berserk now. Ah, oh, Silvani well, thing. They're going, going berserk. Oh, Give us his story. God, all right. Philip Nash, better be, he'll punch me lights better out. better be good. All right, look, a bit of background to start with. I don't know if, did you guys see post-season that Carlton took Jack Silvani back to Italy to trace his roots? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is particularly interesting from my point of view because they, the Silvanis come from a little town in northern Italy called Asiago. And it just so happens that my dad and his family come from exactly the same town in Italy. Get out so of who who would have guessed that? Mm. So from one pinprick, Good to one of them kicked off. From one pinprick on <laughs> the other side of the road, the world, these two families came to another pinprick on the other side of the world, namely the suburb of Carlton in the city of Melbourne, Victoria, Australia, which is just an amazing coincidence. Uh, and who would have guessed that his son and myself would end up in the same area and went to the same school as well? So, blah blah. That's no, incredible. Hang on. So there you go. There you go. So there's the background. We got two kids coming out of these families who became neighbours and friends and knocked around in the streets of Carlton. So that's the background. I'm going to go straight to the end of this story now. We cut to a scene where young Serge Silvani is running home in a, in a hectic state. He's got blood streaming down his face and he runs up the drive and into his house and greets his mum or dad, I don't know which, and they're going, Serge, what the hell's happened? And he says, Remo, hit me with an axe. Oh, Jesus. My old man. Jesus. He's hit him with an axe. An axe. An axe wound to the head, blood pissing down his face. You serious? So, the question remains, what actually happened? What actually took place to start this whole story? Now, I grew up with one side of the story, and that was told to me by my dad. Now, apparently, the two boys are playing and doing some sort of woodwork, whether they're playing, (laughs) making cubby houses or some sort of billy cart or something. And there was a, a tool involved which had an axe handle on one side and a hammer on the other. I don't know if you've seen these sort of half and half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. Bloody yeah. Well, my old man told me that Serge is belting away at a nail and he pulled back a bit too hard on the uh, backswing <laughs> and inf- inflicted the wound on himself. So, you know, he's seen the blood Brilliant. and he's panicked and he's running home and he's thinking... He's blaming the old man. He's thinking, my mum's going to kill me. I've got blood all over my clothes. Sir. My old man's going to kill me because I'm using a you bloody axe. I'm dobbing him a matey. I can't cop this. He's going to belt me. Ordinary. Jesus. Oh, well, we it's need to get to the bottom mark. of that. It's the first Blake Mark against us. Oh, oh, we need to get to the bottom Well, 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 well that's right. version one. All right. Now, since, since this has been told to me, hmm. I've heard 
what could be a conflicting other version that it was actually my old man oh. that did it. Oh, Ooh, no. well, there you go. So this is a cold case that needs to be reopened. <laughs> now, the only person living, because my dad, uh, bless his soul, is deceased. Mm. The only person living who can answer this question is Big Surge. Is Big Surge. So right. I, right. I, I there think, it is. I don't think there he, it is. I don't think he's got a Twitter account. It's a fair account. story, just quietly. I, <laughs> I, think he's I didn't Twitter. know where it was going, but uh, it's an amazing someone's an axe murderer. We, we, that's it. Right. We, need, we, we need, need to clear this up, and, and, and if someone has the context yeah. to get You know who can do this? Yeah, I know who can do uh, Tony DeBolfo can clear this up. Oh, Tony yeah, DeBolfo the beast, the beast is the best at needs all to things. do this story. Yes. He needs to cover this off as a proper investigative piece for the club website. Yeah, he's the man. And you need to be involved in this. You'll need to furnish photos of your, your dear old dad, who was always a welcoming soul for you and for your mates uh, back there in Marilee Court. My word. Marilee Court, Marilee Place. Marilee Place. Um, and uh, we need to get to the bottom of this, Absolutely. one way or the other. Absolutely. So there you have it. Good, yeah. That's a, yeah, that's was a, a good yarn. That was a yarn worth waiting that's for. That's a word. Yeah, bloody yeah. oath it was. Um, what are we here to do? We're here to talk about the footy. <laughs> right, oh, no. We won. Can I? Uh, there's look. There's some. There's some. As is always the case. There's some uh, pluses and there are some minuses in all of this. Uh, can I start with a? Uh, I don't know how long I went for it. For about twelve minutes, it was as good as twelve minutes, and it reminded me of the good old days. Three quarter time, we're in the game. Need a huge effort. A huge effort required from Carlton. Two down. Uh, you know, blah, blah. Everyone knows the story going in. Brendan Bolton's out there, does the circular huddle again. Yep. Obviously, come on, boys. You know, we're in this. Do you know what song, do you remember what song was playing at the time? Uh, ACDC. No, 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 no. I generally don't like noise at the footy, but there was a song playing. It wasn't a spruker. It was just a song. The song that was playing was Don't Change by In Excess. Oh, okay. Arguably the greatest Australian rock anthem ever Ooh, in Australian music it's history. A massive statement. My favourite song. So I'm sitting there and I'm getting, come on, and I'm on my own because I'd called the early game and I rushed in. I got near halfway through the third quarter, which I don't like doing, but I did it because whatever. Then the next seven minutes, we poured three goals on and played irrepressible. Unbelievable football against the odds, and almost wrote a little mini fairy tale, mm. you know. In the, and I wrote to myself, I remember that feeling. Mm. Do you remember that? Fe- did you get the feeling? Did oh, you absolutely. get did, the yeah. noise, yeah. Yeah. the rush, the surge? We're back. This is Carlton. Oh, I love this. Too. The MCG, oh, big goals. Petrescu Seaton was unbelievable, oh, like it was goals. ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Silvani with the set oh. shot, and it, we'll talk about him. Yes, yes. And then Mur- the threading handball from Kerridge and the finish from Murphy. Murphy. Like, Come on, we're, yeah. this is Carlton. Yep. And I'm thinking, we are, we're going to do something here. And I know we're going to talk about what happened thereafter mm. from that point forth. But this is the message that I just, I want it. And I know there's been, again, there's people at Carlton, fans who just don't have perspective. and uh, We gave up. Oh, yeah. We gave oh, up, oh. according to somebody. Oh, yeah. We didn't want it bad enough. We didn't want it. Do you we know didn't who, who want you, it. Do you want to put a name to the person who said that? Fucking I thought Who was it? Dave Hughes. So. Absolutely. Anybody who says that is A, an imbecile who doesn't understand footy. Ridiculous. Just statement. an imbecile who doesn't understand footy, right? And I know Hughesy 
And that's a stupid thing for him to say. The club would take that personally, Andy. The, the coaches would take that personally. Well, it's just the ridiculous. players would take that personally. I take that personally to say that we didn't want it as much as the other mob. Would you agree with that? It's that an the- insane statement. It's a exactly. ridiculous statement, yeah. Gex. It's a stupid statement that stands no rigour, no scrutiny. It is not borne out at all by any of the facts. Yeah. Um, it's-, it, it's just a stupid, emotional idiotic comment from someone and there were, he wasn't the only one who should know from, better no 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 okay. people who have no perspective mm. and what they're missing is one of the great parts of the journey one of the great parts of the journey is the learning experience that this group is enduring at the moment and pain comes with that pain comes with these wins that we should be having and we will have next year, and we'll have more of them the year after, and we'll have more of them the year after that, because the group will get seasoned, and it's something we've been talking about. But to to say that about what was dished up by our players on Sunday, it it's I feel sorry for those people. It's just a, it's a. I hope they'd retract that view. I hope if you said to Dave right now, do you want to stand your ground? Do you really do you really believe they didn't want it? Do you really believe that? I'd go as far as to say is what actually cost us in a way was that we were trying too hard. It's all about composure and clarity Spot in this situation. Yeah. It's got Spot nothing on. to do with effort, passion, trying hard. That's a ridiculous statement. Oh, I've seen no evidence of us not trying all year, to be oh, honest. Mate, so. that's crazy. Stuff. I mean, you know, or the want, so to speak, because you've got to quote Do not lose. So th- that reaction I just wanted to address straight away. That person and those people lose sight of the fact that we had two players down, and I know they had their injuries going to the game. We had ours as well, but not as profoundly as important as theirs, obviously. Kerno, Rowe, and Silvani, they've all been Rowe, good, good, very oh, good. You said Rowe, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. All been very good contributors. Of course they have been. We were two down in the game, and on the ground we had McCready, Sheehan, Jay Silvani, Fisher, Cunningham, Wietering, Petreski, Seaton, C. Kerno. Babies. How many games have they played well, between Babies. <laughs> Kieran Sheen's played seven games. In three years. In th- four years, four I reckon. Four years. Add to that, we had Jed Lamb, who's trying to find his feet as an yep. AFL player, and Liam Jones, Liam Jones, who's been in the wilderness. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So just open your eyes and see what was out there and see what is see what this group is, uh, see where it's at. Take a deep breath and then see whether you want to say they didn't want it badly enough and they weren't trying hard. They didn't. Enough. Have, they didn't try hard enough. <laughs> oh, they they didn't have uh, they, they couldn't they, they couldn't have tried any harder. Um, they didn't. Ha- we didn't have Casbot uh, pretty much of the first quarter too yep. after he rolled that ankle. So you know there was another little you know you, you can't afford to have the big fellow like that off for the whole ground. I would imagine. Imagine. When you got no other stay home forward, you know the the big marks that he can take. And he, and he gives his cru- last three quarters were enormous. So, what yeah. about what it asks for Matthew Cruiser? Uh, so, so they've got Cruz. they've got they've got. Well, Gecko Gordon. was typing up Cruz in, during the game, and unfortunately, I got the freaking halftime myself, mm. and then I've watched three play three times since. <laughs> and his first quarter was just mm. a monster quarter. And, and I'm not saying he didn't play well for the last three quarters. I mean, he, he killed Gorn. I mean, Gorn got him in the tap. And Pedersen and Tom McDonald. And, and whoever else wanted to go up against him. But seriously, that fellow there, uh, I'm, I'm just going to say it now. He is all Australian ruckman. He is. Two, it's down to two now. Who is it? Him, him and, uh, and Paddy Ryder. It's down to two. They're the only right. two. They're the two. They've cleared out from the pack. 
and it's it's they're the two that have got to be twining them. So, okay. so you can't put two in? No, no way. Uh, in the team? Maybe you throw a second one on the bench, maybe, if you want to, but I doubt though whether they will. Mm. Probably not. Um, have you got... So that's that was... I just, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I'll, I'll just give you a very quick overall for what I saw about the game. I felt that this was glaring after watching the replay, really glaring, was that every time Melbourne... Uh, took a mark or won a contested ball, won a free kick, whatever it may be, whenever they won the ball, they never, ever looked back mm. for a handball or a kick backwards. Not, I'm not going to say not once, but <laughs> it was glaring, mm. glaring that they were continually going forwards towards their goal at every cost. They did go sideways, I'll admit, but never went backwards. So they were always gaining metres, always. And I think part of that was that they did have the four guys out, Viney, Jones, Salem and Tyson. Mm. Not so much Watts, because uh, he's not that midfield type of player. But they wanted to use the corridor, go quickly and try to get one-on-ones, whether it be Hogan v. Jones, whether it be Weedering v. McDonald, whether it be... She and V yeah, Gartland. Yeah, yeah, they they wanted those one-on-ones because yeah. they backed their blokes to beat our blokes one-on-one. On the flip side, unfortunately for us, what we do in the same situation is we always look backwards. We always go backwards. Yeah. We always retreat and then go around the wings. So we're using up all this... A lot of possession. You'll see afterwards when I look at the possession, or not so much possession, but round two to round 16, there's some glaring differences there. Uh, but we just continually retreat all the time. And that's our first option. So clearly it's something that they're mindful of, but that's the way we play. Mm. So I, it, it was a real difference. It was I couldn't believe what I was watching. When I was watching the replay, I thought... Wow, this is just two completely different aspects of two sides doing two absolutely different things here, mm. completely. Mm. And and it's no, it's it's a reason why when we do go forward eventually, they've got all their players back. It's very hard to get one on ones when you're going so slowly. It's true. Uh, although we did get a one-on-one with Cruiser and we got out the back a couple of times with Wright and Soss. Yeah, I thought our inside kicking was much improved this I agree. Week. There was some Lamb. really good examples Lamb and, of and Charlie, Lamb and Charlie. Charlie yeah, they, they were two ex- <coughs> exponents Charlie, of that for sure. Charlie hit up Levi with a beautiful kick, which La- is low and hard and in front of the player. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's all I've been saying all, yeah. le- all year, and Lamb. it works when you do it properly. Lamb hit three short ones Touch just inside. He showed three Three short ones just yeah. inside. We talked about it the week before, yeah. and... They started to try and at least look for them. Did he have the? He had a, def- he had a dual role. Didn't he? he had the defensive job yeah, on Jaden Hunt. Hunt, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did it right. Oh no, no, no. I did right. I thought he he's tough. Yeah, he's got the requisite amount of SHIT, which you've yeah, spoken yeah, about. Yeah. But I thought on the weekend he showed a touch of class. Yeah, I thought he was good. Yeah, yeah. eight inside fifties, yeah. 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 eight inside fifties. Yeah. Back on your style of play, and yeah. and it it is um, a fair comparison, I think, um, that where the two sides are, but. I think the the back and wide, there are degrees to how far back we should go. And I, I like the switching and I like the, the, the hit-up possession. I think we need to do that to 
to, to take time off the clock. Don't get me wrong. Uh, that, that's where we're at. That's yeah. what we do. And, and that's I, our I think plan. that comes back to what we're actually capable of at this yeah. stage of our preparation. Um, and it is. it was an interesting comparison. Yeah. I, I mean, Melbourne are probably stacked with a more even spread of higher draft picks and, and younger, quicker players, more skillful than, than, than we are. We've got to play to our limitations to some degree. Um, some of our kids are starting to show a bit more uh, width with their, their all-ball game over a period of time. Now we saw more of that on right. the weekend. <laughs> but it's going to continue to grow over the period. I mean, we have limited guys that impose themselves with run and carry and, and can break the lines and that type of thing at the moment. Yeah. But I think we're also only training to play a certain style yeah. to a degree. So I think that's right. It's yeah. hard to yeah. switch from yeah. from one extreme to the other. No, I, I, I'm certainly not saying that they should. Uh, no, no it, it, was, it was more so that it, it is what it is. I'm not saying that they should switch it up. I just found it really easy to see what they were doing mm. and what we were doing. I'm not mm. saying we should switch it up, that they should do something different. I just found it really easy to watch it, and I thought, wow. There it is. is. There, there it is. is. There yeah, it is in yeah, a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. And they use it better than us. We've often, we've often said this year even that Melbourne are a typical example of where we might be in a couple of years' yeah, time. Yeah, we have. Just, we have. Just with that clock sort of looking at well, know, just, where just we are, Well, just look at that in its own. JLT. I know yeah. no one looks at JLT, mm. but they pumped us by uh-huh. what? 11 goals, 12 yeah. goals. We were, we were uncompetitive out yep. there that day. Yep. Uncompetitive, right? The following time we played them was in round two. And I've got a few stats to read out in a sec. But in round two, they beat us by 22 points. I think they kicked six goals in 15 minutes in the last quarter. We, le- we led it three-quarter time. Something like yep. that, yeah. Yep. And, and they ran over the top yep. of us by 22 yep. points. Now, this week, all right, we, we know. We've identified the players they had out. But... You know, when we lose two on the park, on the park, mm. you know, 20 against 22, sorry, didn't, sorry. Have, hey, didn't have Casbolt, they didn't have Watts. You know, there was there was factors hey, to the, lose by, yeah. what do we lose by? Eight points. Yes, I mean, two points. Well, yeah, 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 two yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the, the, the incremental changes we made from that JLT to now, mm. we've made huge steps, massive steps in, in that time. I, I can tell you, mate, yeah, look, Efficiency from round two to uh, this round was down. It was down. We had 71% efficiency. We had 67 this time. And it showed. I think you guys will identify later on that we butchered the ball. We turned the ball over. We made mistakes. We fumbled. We made a lot of mistakes. So 67 were down. Kicks. I'm not going to talk about our kicks. I'm going to talk about their kicks. Their kicks, they were 65 kicks down. Yeah. Well, there's their midfield. There's their yeah. midfield. Yeah. Exactly. Uh their marks, their marks were 64 less. Mm. Melbourne's were 64 less. Well, that's probably, uh, again, a direct result of the midfield. So that they don't have, they don't get the yeah, footy, yeah. they don't chip so, it so out, they, they don't need targets. Direct, right? Yep, yep. Uh, contested footy, we were up by 25 this time, or minus seven last time. This was without Cripps and Kerno and it. Yep. You know, they're both yeah, contested no, beasts. So, yep, and yep. We, we, we got them in that area. We got them in uncontested footy. Um, Clearances. Clearances. We're ranked 18th in the comp in clearances, mm. right? So on the weekend, we're 40 to 32, up eight. Last time, we got a minus three. So again, it comes down to their midfield. We expect us to be on top. But without Kerno, without Cripps, 
it was still a massive effort for us to win contested footy all over the ground, mm. all over the ground. It's not just you know the yeah, midfield; yeah, yeah. it's yeah. everywhere. Tackles, tackles. We're up thirty-three tackles from round two. Forty-five we had back in round two. Mm. This time we had seventy-eight. Up thirty-three. Uh, I like that one. Uh, tackles inside fifty. Only three last time, and JLT five. This time uh, we had. 11 mm. were up eight. And then inside 50s. Inside 50s is an interesting one. Both clubs were down. Oh, yeah, Both. Yep. We had 48. They had 45. We were down by eight, and they were down by nine. So <sighs> what do you drive out of all of that? Uh, it was a totally different game, mm. purely without their midfield, um, that they wanted to play more direct. We played the way we play, up the intensity, and almost got the chocolates. So is that too broad? Or? Uh, no, all interesting things. I, I like right? looking at the numbers. I, I like using those numerical kind of dot points from one meeting to the next as a signpost. I think it's a. I think it's an interesting way of looking at it. It's a game of in, like we were so. We keep saying it's not about wins and losses, but every now and again you want the win for the players, and that's what it felt like. To, I, I've wanted them to. I just wanted them to get a result for them this week again. I think we've said that a couple of times this year. Last seven minutes, we were two points up with seven minutes to go. I felt like we needed one more goal. If we kick another one 100%. now, we, if, we're too, if we're too clear, we, we win. I think we win the game. It was an absolute certainty. It just wasn't coming. So seven minutes left. We have five inside 50s thereafter. Doherty snap, we're three. He misses, three up. Casbolt set shot, misses, we're four up. Casbolt, really poor ball inside forward 50. We stay four up. Then we that one that sort of that soft yeah, the soft one. The favoured nobody. Oh. Shocking. Favoured four Melbourne players. Yeah. Was I was screaming for him to wind up. Just yeah. wind launch, up. Launch or put, wind it, up. or put it 20 metres to the other Low side. Low and of hard. Kicked, of where he kicked 15 it. 15 out. It was a horrible kick. And then there was that, um, you know, in our minds, that infamous goal kind of square scramble now. Oh, where, geez. you know, there was Thomas, there was Doc, there was Fish's Murphy. handball. It, it the handball from Fisher to... It was a ripper. The handball from Fisher to... From Fisher to... I gave it four stars. That, that was, was the goal right there it was from that play. beautiful from yeah. Zach Fisher. Who did he give it to? He laid Three it out to, fit, to Thomas. It was... Gecko, it was beautiful. And you so see you see the kid do that, and mm. don't you just go, I can't wait for the next it 10 years. He was enormous in the last quarter. Oh, for, the, for the second or third yeah, no, week in a row. What about yeah. the handball he put out in the front of Murphy? Yeah. A similar one, he just put yeah. it out into Murphy. He handballed it to Thomas. He threaded it through traffic into the path of Thomas. Thomas yep. gathered the footy, yep. ran into a Melbourne player. He went sideways oh, right, to Doherty. Okay, yeah. then, he went then back. It was all over the. Did, shop, have a look yeah. at the replay. Yeah, look yeah, at who yeah, was, was on the other side the of the shop, goal yeah. square, standing there, going to give it a me boy. Matthew Wright was right. fifteen mm. meters all on his own. Mm. What instead? Of, if Doc hadn't gone back inboard and had it gone the other way, mm. and it's frenetic. Yeah. I'm not blaming Doherty for not seeing it, but um, uh, that that handball was majestic. Um, but there, there it was. Mm. This is it was the same as last week against Adelaide. Just a bit of this, just a bit of compose. Oh, I did, think. I did see the runner go out at around about the time you're saying, and he went out to about four or five of them. With that very uh, message was to composure, slow it down, compose yourselves, reset, all that type of stuff that mm. they want them to do in those last seven minutes. But Oh, look, I don't know if we panicked. I don't even know if we had a lot, a lot, a lot of the ball in the I think last we get excited. I think as a group, we get excited. Too we excited. Do. We, yeah. get excited. we get fizzy. We get yeah. too fizzy. 
And once we go to that fifth, sixth gear where it should be the third, fourth gear, once we go, we, we've got two sets. We go slow and steady or we just go yeah, way man. over the top. Man. Yeah. And mm. it's, it's not this year. This is, this is a characteristic of the old Carlton as well. We used to do it back in the old days as well when we had, you know, we'd, got it, we'd get ourselves in a final and then we'd do exactly the same thing. We'd just go so far over the top that we'd just be in this kamikaze Back and forth, pinball, bloody football, and it, and it was just hectic, crazy madness, and it was all random. Just things, mm-hmm. whatever came out of it was purely random. It wasn't planned. It wasn't uh, methodical. It wasn't methodical. Mm. It wasn't composed. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I, I, it's a very pinball type footy that we play. Once it gets in there, it's just the, the ball's getting bumped around everywhere. Whereas I thought the other mob, every time they went in, it looked it looked like they're probably going to score. And I, and I hate to say this, but more often than not, the mistakes made in those heat of the moment, under pressure situations, come more from the senior players than the kids. Uh, and, and you can watch the replay and disagree with me if you like, but this is I'm I'm going to stand by this opinion. Yeah. Uh, I think the senior players sometimes just take on too much of the of the um, responsibility and just see it. They just see themselves as having to do the, do it all on their own too often, and sometimes they will take a kick when it should be a handball. Sometimes it'll be a one meter handball instead of the lateral one. Sometimes it'll be a forward handball instead of a back. Doesn't matter what it is, they. More often than not, it tends to be mm. the wrong decision. I, 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 I can tell you now, I saw uh, Gibbs twice once he went to go around a bloke, got caught, caught. dispossessed. Mm-hmm. I'm Happened not sure two or three times in that yep. last quarter. Simo, as great as he was on the day, and I know you're going to probably have a, have a crack back, Andy, and that's, that's fine, that's what we're here for, but I felt that there was at least four times where Simo either got caught, fell over at the wrong time, um, tried. To, he went charged. He, charged. he would grab possession of the ball and just charge yeah. forward. Oh, but, uh, you know, I mean, I'm all for having a go. Or and, and I, I just think, it's, uh, and um, Murphy missed a crucial kick. All these guys we're talking about, Kerridge, we t- oh, Kerridge had a had a couple of absolute horrors, a couple of howlers, a couple of howlers. Yep, yep. There you go. Unfortunately, when we have these howlers, they seem to result in bloody scoring shots. And this is the point that if you're going to make a howler, guys have got to tighten up and make mm. sure that that doesn't result in a scoring shot at goal. Now, that's easier said than done, of course, because it depends on what part of the ground it happens. But I do I do agree with Gex that there was a lot of senior players who made a lot of mistakes, but is it because that they're in the leadership group and they want to show the young blokes, this is what we should be doing? I think it's Take a bit it of, on. I think, it's, I think it's a bit of that, but I think it's more of what Gecko said before. I feel like they've, they've got to learn that they can trust the guys. And I think that's emerging. I think there's, I think there's trust building in this group, but I think when it becomes mad and they're, all, and they're, in, and, and they're seen red and they've lost that clear thought... Um, they probably think it is up to me, you know, because it's either there's a there's a bit of a gulf. We've got this, you know, established core of senior players, and we've got a lot of young mm. players in the list. Yeah, yeah. So the, the the six or seven senior players probably do feel like they have to take it. They have to do some superhuman to get us over the line at times. I think you, I, and I'm not disputing what you're saying. Either of you are saying, right? I'm not disputing it. 
The only thing I will say is any player in the competition, Patrick Dangerfield, Dustin Martin, whoever you want to expose, if you're getting 35 touches a week, you're going to make four or five mistakes. You, you, no one, no one yeah. gets that much footy yeah. Yeah. in a yeah. high-pressure environment, environment like the AFL anymore and goes at 100%. A problem with Carlton is, problem with us is, we do, our turnovers do seem to get punished. Yes. And yes. that's what we've yes. always said this yes. year. Limit, look at the Adelaide game. The minute yeah. we limited the turnover, Richmond. the rich, Richmond. limit the turnover and then you're in the game. Mm. And the turnovers, we seem to, ex- they seem to become prevalent again when we get into this mm. frenetic, when we're playing crazy mad footy. Guys like Sam Kerridge, who I thought, he's like, I think his last two weeks have been enormous for his own, in his own career at Carlton. Yeah. He only gets himself into trouble when he tries to do too much. If Sam Kerridge mm. just keeps it simple, play to your strengths. Just if it's know your limitations. Don't take it on, Sam. Just just keep it simple. Kerridge is a really he's a, he's an adequate AFL footballer. Yeah, and that's high praise. If you're a, if you're an adequate AFL footballer, you are that mate. Feather in your cap. Yeah. They, they were crucial mistakes, Andy. One, they were, he, they he, he missed the target from me to you. By handball, yep, yep. and they ran it down the other end. Yeah, and some crucial can... fumbles, yeah, and, and the crucial fumble on the other really. side. You know, like I was massive on the outer wing. The yeah. one where he yeah. just—it was there because if he picks it up first time, we'd probably yeah. have a scoring. We have an opportunity. To and score. then down the other end, Weedering completely misread the ball. It, it was a floater. It was a pie floater. And um, McDonald, McDonald, I think it was, judged it better than Weedering. And Weedering looked like he had it covered. And all of a sudden, the last minute, the ball's just deviated and went straight into McDonald's hand. So oh, I'm not asking just, you, blokes. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I'm not being a roadblock on you two. I no, don't, no, no, I don't no. mean. To, I don't I, mean mate. to say oh, you're out of line because I agree with mm, you. Mm. But you look at the numbers. Our, I mean, you know, the numbers our blokes racked up on the weekend. Our senior players racked up on the weekend were astronomical, and. So uh, I think you're going to make mistakes. We're, Andy, we're the best players on the ground. We're the, probably the best seven players on the ground. I mean, Not the most influential, I don't think. Now, this is, this is what I'm talking about. I had Kerridge. I thought Tom McDonald was B.O.G. I don't know how many touches oh, yeah, of the footy he yeah, had. Yeah, when you look at it in that, in that respect. Just, I was more looking at pure um, statistics. You're on ballers yeah, yeah, that yeah. just had a, an absolute shitload here, of here, here are the, here, Fair enough. Here are, the top, Fair here are the top three in clangers. We had Kerridge with nine clangers. Yep. Simo with six and Gibbs with four. Yep. So for the match. Now that that is also a including direct, Melbourne players or just us. Well, our just mob. us. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that that obviously has a direct relationship with how many times you have the ball for the match. Obviously. Mm. Yep. So you have to give those things with a grain of salt. But when you isolate the clangers and examine them, some of them were were they, they were clangers that shouldn't have happened given the time and space some I of these guys agree. had. No, don't disagree with that. And also the decision-making for some of these players with ball in hand, given their experience. Um, some, of the, some of the times to do things should be buried in the back of your brain from previous experience, and you should just know the right time and place to do certain things. And when you've played 200-plus games, mm, I, I think it becomes that. less acceptable to see those things happen out in the field. No, I think it's all that's S- totally fair enough. Sam Doherty, during the week, um, there was an interview with Sam Doherty on, on somewhere. I don't know where it was, but I listened to it. And he said that um, against Adelaide and I think possibly against Richmond as well, that in his opinion, 
they made uh, crucial crucial mistakes in important times. And he said, we've just got to learn from that. Well, they'll be, they'll be really disappointed then because they made crucial mistakes in important times again on the weekend. Mm. So they'll go back to the tape and they'll see where they went wrong in the last seven minutes, Andy, there. And um, they're not going to be happy with what they see. No, of course They will not, not be happy at no, all no, no, because no. it's exactly what he talked about was we need to get better in that area if we're going to be a power club down the track. And yeah, and what Kekko said is correct. Unfortunately, there was it was senior players who were making these mistakes. It wasn't the SPSs. It wasn't the Fishers. It wasn't the Cunninghams. And uh, whoever else, uh, all the other young blokes <laughs> yeah, that we've got in the Plowman, team. Plowman makes great decisions. Yeah. Out oh, mate, his efficiency's going at an all-time high. I think there was some... Only went 84 metres, only 84 metres gained, which was a hard statistic to believe for me. Yeah. 24 but, touches, 84 metres gained. his efficiency rate's still... Mate, he's like a beautiful user. He does 84, go... 84, 87 gigs or yeah, something like that. Yeah, 88. He's had it 24 times. And again, he... Mate, uh, see, the... Th- oh, look... That, that game changed, obviously, when Cripps goes off the ground. You've got Doherty pushes into the middle, and he ended up having a, a great game as well. Mm. Plowman probably half-pie assumes the, the Doherty role, in a way. So everyone started to mix around a little bit. So our side did get thrown about, and, and we come up trumps. Like, at half-time, there was a lot of doubters out there at half-time because they'd had the better of the second quarter. Oh, absolutely. Now, I think in the second quarter, personally, I know we come out of, out of the box really well, we had seven shots at goal, maybe missed a couple others, had more opportunities. Probably should have got a look, bit more than the 4-3 on the board at the quarter time. And we'll, you know, right on top. Now, in my opinion, I reckon the second quarter, we became man conscious, gave away silly free kicks. It wasn't just silly free kicks. The umpires uh, were shocking. Uh, not, just, not just against us. But, I've watched a replay. I'm talking about goals oh, resulting but, from the freeze. Oh, yeah, or not giving up. We missed and yeah. they gained. I just you. think that we became a little bit man conscious rather than ball conscious. And we forgot about the ball there for a little bit. And that's where they kicked their goals. Yeah. Um, you know, we were scragging blokes at, uh, at, at stoppages. Yep. Um, you know, Jonesy's been unbelievable the last month and a bit. You know, he, he whacked his arms around. The only the goal, goal he conceded in a one-on-one was, one was a that. shocking decision. The first mm. goal. There wasn't much in it. To McDonald's. There wasn't much in it. What is it? It was a joke. There wasn't much in it. Well, it, it doesn't pretty, have to be these pretty days. Soft. Once they put the arm around, they're going to pin you. That's a momentum shifter. He didn't take all McDonald's, he did was scrag him. McDonald was holding on to Jones's hand. He scragged him and touched him. I, I, all I'm saying is that all of a sudden we became a little bit man Yeah, no, That's what I'm saying. I think generally speaking. And I think generally speaking for that whatever it was, five to seven to ten minutes, yep. I felt that we gave away what we had in the first quarter. They did. And that was, we were attacking the yeah, pill. Yeah. They noticed, All of a sudden, yeah, we yeah. went the man. I think they noticeably upped the ante in the second quarter from any... Te- yeah, they they, they clearly got revved at quarter time. The, you know, Goodwin's obviously given them a sting. And they definitely brought it. But again, like our ability to go, okay, well, they'll have their 20 minutes. Because that's what happens in modern footy. No one has it for a hundred percent of the time. No matter oh, how good no, you are. Oh no, you knew they were going to come. I mean, that's obvious. I thought we just. I thought we balanced up. You know, we might given the constraints. So forget about what happens in the lead up. It's the siren to siren that you worry about, and we lose two key players uh, in that. You know, so so advantage Melbourne by halftime. It is absolutely advantage Melbourne. Whatever happened in the lead up to the game, the team's been selected. All of that is nullified by halftime. 
The I ball agree. is in Melbourne's court. I agree. It's your game to win Melbourne um, because Carlton's down two and one of them happen to be our chief you know, distributor and ball getter and playmaker. So, you know, the fact that we were able to, you know, just stay in the contest, I thought was a you know, massive resilience is the word we've used a lot this mm. year. And I think it was exemplified again on the weekend that this is a really tough group. This is a group that, you know, isn't ready to be winning more than it loses, but it knows how to fight. Shit, it knows how to fight it out. This group is tough. Like, they are oh, a very tough, hard-to-beat footy team. Oh, yeah, that's part of our character. So we're talking about senior players. And last week, anyone listening to the show um, would have heard us raise question marks about Mark Murphy's game last week. What did you think of Murphy's game on Sunday? Uh, well, you'll see from your votes, but uh, not to give too much away, I'd have to say it was a special game. A plus. It was a special game mm. because he created, he got on the front foot, put on some nice tackles, um, kicked two absolutely enormous goals, the one in the last quarter, but the one in the third set quarter too, the set shot, mate. That was, that's class. That's what, that, that's what this kid's got. He's got class. And I now think that came that came mm. seconds after that Silvani yes. mark wasn't paid, which yeah. was an uh, ninety nine out of hundred. Sure they we, get paid. Can you? Uh, well, okay, so hold your thought on mm. Murphy. The in zone umpire, the the umpire who's ten the meters closest. away, paid that, the mark. That's a mark. This is what drives me the insane. The complete dickhead mm. from a hundred meters away goes, "Oh no, mate, it was touched. No, touched. touched. So you saying that Jack ball. Frost touched it? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. not yeah. off the boot. Oh no, not the boot. No, no, it was a touch. They never get paid to us. So, so this is what I'm talking 99 about. 99 out of 100. We missed out on the goal decisions and they gained from well, the you never, Murphy did kick the next I goal. I know so. he did, yeah, 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 but, but that, the potential for that is the insanity, the, Think about the logic of that as the way the game is being allowed to be umpired. Surely yeah. if one umpire says mark and the other umpire says touched, whoever is the in zone umpire has to overrule. Of course. Has to overrule. He was the closest umpire. He has to overrule. Mate, I appreciate what you said. I'm 10 metres away. It's my call. Okay? It's my call. Jack, go back and have your shot. He's the controlling umpire in that one. I don't know what Lee Matthews knows about this, but he did say that the... You've got to go the lesser. The lesser. That's is when it that comes true? to a score. Is that true? That's in the old way under the mm. score review. I don't know. I heard him say it, but I thought, Gee, uh, whatever, anyway, whatever. Anyway, get back At the to end Murphy. of the day, they never pay the fingertip oh, touched ever in a marking near contest. Anyway. Mate, I, I've seen marks get taken that a, whole, a bloke's touched it with a full hand in between the second grab. So it goes, it goes against everything yeah, that yeah, you please, know about shocking football. Oh, the goal from Murph was a pure class, captain's Very goal. Very important at that just, stage. Just, you know, did we draw level or just go in front when he kicked that? Oh, I'm not quite. Ah, it was. It was. It, well, look, it wasn't much of the difference anyway. But no, he, his game compared to the last two or three weeks, it's exactly what I think the three of us have been asking for. And <laughs> we know he can't bring it to the table every week. We know that. But when he does, do you see how special it is? I just want him to have an impact. Impact in the crucial, mm. like the good players. Yeah, yeah you're right. That, last you know, week, had thirty touches, but there was no impact no in that impact, game, and. And unfortunately, I felt that, you know, his last couple of weeks, he has played way further back than what I'd like. And 
Yeah, he found he found he found the ball and he found himself in great spots and no, he was superb. I love the balance of his game. You know, offense, creator, set up, lead, do the when it's your turn, get in the way, get in the way. Mm. I thought he was I thought he thought his the balance of his game and we don't know whether the players listen to this, but if he is listening and it's or his mate is listening and he says you know, they got stuck in here last week. Hey, mate, oh, mate of me. Did we really get stuck in Oh, no, in we, we were, it was a critical, it was constructive criticism. I don't it, was think we, it was constructive. It was a bit of a... You reckon it was a bit need, of a rev up? No, no, no. We, we needed more. Okay. We needed more. Oh, so if, if, if anyone's filtering information back to the players, listening, can you... Hey, just, just on that, let's just put a shout out. Yeah. This is, could be a million or one, right? Maybe, I'm guessing nobody does listen inside the club. But if anyone does... Just for the next five or six weeks, if anyone's doing any media for Carlton, even on field, if you kick a goal and you want to do some stupid celebration, let's do some signal like the sting, like Paul Newman's little twig of the nose with the forefinger. Do something stupid just to signify you're listening to the show. That's for you, boys. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Let's have a bit of an in-house thing for the for the, so for a little, Carlton a show. Little, a little touch a little, of the nose. Two taps of the like, nose. We're listening to you, Carlton <laughs> Show. That's, that's the one. Give us a touch laugh. Of the, right. If anyone is, if any players are listening, we want to see a little it. touch of the I suppose. Can I just give you one stat which I I I fumbled across and I didn't even know they were keeping it, and you've probably seen it all year. Murphy ran sixteen point two kilometres in the game. I Murphy, don't, I don't know what that means. Though. He ran sixteen. He ran half a marathon, just it, about half a marathon. Is that in the normal, game. typical? That's better? extreme, mate. Is it? He was. He covered sixteen point two kilometres in the game. Only one Carlton well, player. He's got a sore groin then. Only one Carlton player covered more territory in the game. Do you want to guess at who that was? The runner. No, no, no. Player. Oh. Gibbs. No. Lockie Plammer was third. Plamen ran 16 kilometres in the game. This is on the wow. AFL. Hang on. So someone's ran more than 16.2. Correct. And it was 800 metres further. Cruiser. No. Fisher. No. Cunningham. Bloke SBS. Works, Blake does work his ring off every time he plays for the club. Simo. No. What? Doherty. No. Works his ring off. Who the hell could it be? They all work their rings off. Yeah, this bloke really does try hard. Oh. Ker- Sam Carriage. Oh, 17 kilometres. He, he was manic. He was manic all 17 kilometres mm. he ran in the game. That's, where's how long have they been keeping that stat? Yeah. Well, oh, I no, no, no. The clubs it. have oh. it with the GPS, but it was oh. on It's on your mobile phone oh, app stats. I've got no singer. idea. I don't know. Oh, I've never seen it. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. No. So, huge tick to, um, oh, from me, huge tick to Mark mm. Murphy. Massive. Massive. Mm. Uh, like Jack Silvani, mm. what about his impact on the game? Uh, the the three goals they all were different type of goals. I think the first one he he ran a mile to get onto the end of one and ran in the open goal. Mm-hmm. It was the first goal. Was it? no sorry the second goal of the match. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jed Lamb yeah. long and deep. Yeah, and then and then oh, the, 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 the kick on. the kick yeah. kick around the corner. Uh, Beautiful. The trap yeah. gather spin kick. Now, was and I did make it. It was probably me that lost us the game, but I made the comment uh, when he took that mark forty out. You know that angle that he hates. Mm-hmm. I turned around I, uh, to Fiona and, and, and a mate of ours here. I said, these, these, these goals here win matches, right? If he kicks this, I reckon we'll go on and win this. <laughs> so you can blame it on me. I'm the big mocker. But uh, I, I, I feel that those are the goals that win matches. You know, that, that 40 metres out on, the, on that, 
Well, it wasn't tight angle, but they are big goals. They're not easy, but as an AFL footballer, you should be drilling those ones. Like McDonald didn't miss any of his. No. Oh, he's kicking like an absolute it was um, pro. But for Sauce, we I think we had a crack at him probably a month ago for his kicking at 8-11 the goal. he had at the halfway right. mark of the year. Well, you know, for him to take... You know, his opportunities on the weekend. And not just that, he created, he marked beautifully. Um, you know what? Probably didn't even get double figures in, in stats, believe eight, it or not. Eight or nine, I reckon. But he had it was a game that, still yeah, massive it was was a game that I looked at and I thought, every time he goes near the ball, something's happening. And look, massive growth because at the start of the year, he was still an uncertain guy, wondering he whether he was big yep. and mature enough to be playing at this level. You could see it. You know, with the handballs where he should have been shooting and maybe passing off when he yep. should have been yep. taking the set shot. He's taken major incremental steps in the last month. Massive mm. growth. And now he has the belief. He won't go backwards from this point No now. chance, mate. Since He's raised the bar yeah. two or three times to the point now where he belongs and he knows he belongs mm. and he knows what he's capable oh, of no doing. no doubt. No doubt. It was, and it's, it's magnificent. It's a Gold Coast game, I reckon, yeah. a few weeks ago. We he, mentioned it at the time. Yeah. Remember we said he kicked that, that goal yeah. that was the, the yeah, stealer? Yeah, that, that'll give him the confidence he's to He's a different go, player now. You can see it. it. You can see it, it in his face. Last week he took the shot. Instead of coming inboard, he took the shot. Last course, week when he yeah. kicked that beautiful goal. Yep. No, he's he's made incredible leaps. Yeah, what about Charlie? Well, he's got the rising star. Well, he's got the he? rising star. Well, we've found that out. We're, it's What is it? What night is it? Monday. It's Monday, Monday night. So an hour ago it was announced that he's got the rising star. About bloody time. Number five. He's probably a bit lucky, I reckon. What do you mean uh, lucky? Only, well, it was a body of work, though. Well, that's exactly right. The kid from Fremantle deserved it. I called that game. What do you game. mean? The blokes kick four in his first game of AFL football, oh, kicks two in the last quarter, wins the game for Fremantle, has never played forward before in his life. Yeah, and it was his first game of AFL footy. Tippany probably deserves it, but here's what they do. They want Charlie Kernow to be in the uh, the class of 2017. They want, him to, they want his name on the honour board, and they think next time Charlie Kernow plays, this is how it works, mate. This is how it works. Next time, Charlie. Oh, Kerner. I'm not liking what you're saying. Hey, don't get me His wrong. His consistency deserves this. I don't like what you're saying. Jesus, we're here to talk about Carlton. We love Carlton, but if if Ryan Nyhouse's game didn't deserve the Rising Star this week, then yeah. the the awards are cockamamie piece of crap. But of course, Charlie Kernow deserves to have a nomination alongside his name, and I'm bloody delighted that he's got it. And he was magnificent on the weekend. No, I'm not Pot and Charlie Kerno. It's just over the years, it's a little observation about the Rising Star hmm. nominee. The no, Rising it, Star. It, it's never really been on one game. Like I think the week. Was well, you, Andy, S- you're trying to suggest that it should have been on one game. Well, it should be on one game. Surely it should be yeah. on one no, game. I kind of think it should be too. But well, then he should I mean, have got it ages ago. Well, he could have got it, it ages the ago. Week, the, yeah. I think he should have got it the week before. He, he had a better yeah. game than the kid yeah. from Hawthorne. That's what I was saying. The week before, Who is that bloke uh, hard week, a back pockets. Who is that? Was it the, Give me a spell. The week I think SBS won it or one of the other yep, guys. Yep. Willow was clearly yep, the better player yeah, that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so no. The, the, he's oh, another stiff one. So, you know. He'll, he's, he'll be he's back. stiff, Willow. He'll be back. He'll, yeah. be, he'll come, back. Not to have he'll got come one. back with some nice six games in the yeah. end. You don't worry about yeah. that. Uh, the, the, the confidence levels of Charlie Kerno, uh, ah. you can't, if there's a lid, the lid has gone whoosh, it is off. But he did it again. He did it again. What you blokes were banging on about, he did it again. 
he played on too early. Bloody played on, and the coach went off his nana. Yeah. Inside yeah. 50, should have kicked the goal. Correct. Yeah. He did it again, mm. and he did it again on the wing. This time he didn't get called to play on, and he went back off the mark. Charles, <laughs> you need to learn, young man. Having said when that. When you take off, it's when you are clear you having, take off. Having said that, which was a cross, mm. massive tick for Charlie, because oh. what he did was what I've been actually praying and crowing about all year. Outside 50, he oh, smashed yeah. no, a low, kick, kick. hard oh, kick oh, inside be- 50. He kicks like that a lot. And gave it to Levi where beautiful. he wants it. And beautiful. he's never going to drop it if you put it there every time. And beautiful. He just placed it beautifully. Mm. Yeah, Magnificent Someone entry. Someone said, do you think he's the, the, the greatest thing that's come to Carlton since Jezza? <laughs> I'd like to think there's been a few oh. great things come to Carlton since. Can we Jezza? just keep the lid on the whole? Look, oh, well, listen, we're excited. We oh, love him. You know, you know. I know. I know. Yeah, this is the this is what happens though with teams that have been perennially perennially down the bottom of the ladder. Yeah. You get excited about individuals like the whole Favola era. You know, like the only time we ever won a game was when Fev kicked eight. Mm. So we hung our hopes on Fev. It's it's what shit clubs and poor teams have always done. It's what St Kilda used to do with Tony Lockett. You know. So let's let's love Charlie Kerner. Let's love what he's bringing to the table. And um, of course we do, but let's just let the kid be the kid for another couple of years. I mean, he's, got, he's only 19. Give him – he's going to up, – he'll have ups and downs in the next two years. It, I, he's not going to be – he's not going to play at this level every week, week in, week out. You've probably played better. <laughs> He's only ever going to be limited by injury. He's yeah. got so much nah. an, no, of an, an advantage he's enormous over talent. any opponent. He's, an enormous he's got the most Massive. perfect attributes for a footballer you would want to Pretty sure uh, Mick Turner said that anyone who takes this bloke in the draft in five years' time, you're going to be extremely he's, yeah, he's still two or three years away from being oh, an no adult. Doubt. Well, that's, no what doubt. I'm, that's what I'm saying. And, and scary this, part. Is, this is the thing even about like – we can t- Let's touch on Weedering for a minute, right? Now, I know that Weedering made some – you know, in, in the contest, he he got outpointed two or three times, no question. Cam Pedersen, uh, McDonald. But I watched his game closely again on the replay, and I thought, apart from those couple of errors or two or three errors, which we all, you know, which everyone makes, we are forgetting that he's only in his second of year of football. No, 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 that's true. I think we're looking at this guy thinking, that, what's what Kek says. <sighs> He's a young mind with in an a man's old body. No, no, yeah. What do you say? A junior footballer yeah. with a lot of ability in yeah. an adult's body. Yeah. And, Something like that. Anyway. And, but when you look at the bloke, you think he's 25 <laughs> and he's played about 140 <laughs> games. But he's clearly in his second year of no, footy. That's a really good so, point. So here's the thing. Like, I, I looked at, and quite correctly, there was times where I was, oh, come on, weeders, you know, get the fist in. Get over the top, put the fist in, you know. Don't don't go for the don't try and outmark him. Put the fist. But ball in hand, he, he he's I, I, I like him with ball oh, in no, hand. Of course. And he did create, did go up a little bit, did try to take his man up and run him a little bit. So I I'm not gonna to be too critical about his game, but certainly there there's there's pointers where, you know, Dale Amos will say, Where does there's times, mate, you've gotta go the punch. Just up the only Criticism. I think you and I shared this observation somehow during the game. Um, just a bit more intensity in the one-on-one when he has to spoil when when it's locked into defensive mode as a try. So I, th- I think I'd love to have this conversation with him. I think Weidering thinks 
he can get the ball 100% of the time. He backs I'll, himself in. I'll, I'll cradle the ball out of it, even out of a contest, like an aerial contest. Yep. I've got I'll no doubt and, that's exactly I'll try how he and thinks. get the footy. I'll try and palm it to my he, own he advantage. He backs his ability. So, and that's great. But every now and again in this game, you're going to meet a bloke who's, who's just good enough to pluck one. Well, how old is McDonald? Oh, he's had five, six years in the oh, system. Well, there you go. He's, got, he's, oh, probably, he's playing he's, the best football He's got 100 career. games up, has he? Of course. Uh, Do you think the coaches should have maybe thought about the swap with Hogan and McDonald? I thought oh, they should they, have swapped them. Uh, but they, but they, Jonesy did find himself on him a couple of times. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. not a case McDonald of, was clearly yeah. the more dangerous of the two. Oh, no doubt. No doubt at all. No, Jones had him at times. Yeah. They, they, I don't think they They play, don't really play on him. McDonald got most of his goals on meters, I thought. Uh, he got, got one on Jones. Got one on Jones, and he got one. Well, it was a two against one, and he outmarked and Bloody Plowman and Weedering went up against him, and he outmarked both of them. So, and did he get one from a free kick? That was a stupid Jones. push in the back before half time. Was that him? Was it? That was Weeders. That was just. Oh, yeah. no, what was he thinking? Uh, so that's dumb. So that's really that. dumb. That's dumb because three that? against one. Ridiculous. You've got him he, out. He'd just done something really yeah. good too. Yeah. He'd, he'd won a really good contest before yeah. that and it came back in and he, I don't know what he was yeah. thinking there. Yeah. That was yeah. madness. For a smart bloke, it was completely brainless. No, and, it was, brainless. and I'll just say, they kicked six goals in red time. Six out of their 14 in red time. Okay. Melbourne did. Okay, I didn't realise that. Second, third, and last Never in did. red time. That's again. That's a bloody coach killer. Well, it's not a coach killer. It's a it's a team killer. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's what it costs. Yeah, it's a team it costs killer. You you know? Six goals in red time. It's not good enough. Um, the Petrescu Seaton goal. <laughs> how did he, oh, he do it? That's just that's Eddie Betts like. Um, how the. I suppose it's Eddie Best like, mm. Dacos like, I don't know. I, sure, just... I saw Sean Higgins kick a goal that defies logic on in the early game. That, that was I a called. ripper. It was probably marginal. But even that, he had he had slightly more time and space. Spot on, yes. SBS was in a phone box. Yeah. He was he actually he had, he, he almost had his oh, back yeah. to he the goal. He went for it. He almost had his back to the goal and he had to turn and kick at the same time. Just it was this is this, ladies and gentlemen. This is a sign of what's to come. Oh, <laughs> Stand by. We, we are only getting a sprinkling of what's to come. Mm. A sprinkling, like this kid who didn't play any jail, JLT. No only, preseason. Only played yep. the uh, preseason, oh, an intra club game. They saw enough of him to say, "You're straight in." And look, he's been in and out. And that might be a little bit of uh, fatigue. It might be a little bit of uh, mental um, mental problems that he could have, you know, uh, adjusting to, to... The rigors of AFL football. Exactly, Absolutely. exactly. Yeah, and course. I think it's by his own admission. Mm. Uh, but certainly, like, what his output hadn't been great. But then this week, apart from the goal, his pressure acts are always up in the 20s. Well, did you see the numbers? Yeah, no. the, numbers, the numbers are unreal. Who led the yeah. Who led the team on Sunday for pressure? All the young blokes, aren't they? Fisher, oh, Fisher, Fisher, Fisher and Petrescu. He's had, he's had sixteen one. disposals at seventy five percent. Twelve of them are contested possessions. That's unbelievable. He's had nine tackles, highest rated in the team. Nine tackles, uh, three clearances, and a goal and a goal assist. So, phenomenal, phenomenal. It's, in his it's first cream, year of football, cream, mate. Yeah, yeah. What's he played? Twelve. 10, 13. 12 It's ridiculous, no, mate. It's God. ridiculous. We've got we've got these guys who are in their first and second year 
doing things that blokes are, well, you know what? You generally don't see this until they play probably three or four years, a lot of these guys. Oh, it's, what you, they're doing is no, incredible. I think the fact that you said it, this, these are the sprinklings, this is. That's all it is. Just just enjoy. And that's what I go right back to the start of the show. The people who walk away from the MCG on Sunday um, and are disappointed, not, not disappointed, are angry. You know, the, the, the bile's coming out and they're frothing at the mouth about, oh, they, they didn't try, they didn't want it. You're missing out, guys. You're missing out on this. This the stuff you, you're not seeing the green shoots. You're not missing what's growing in front of your very eyes. And sometimes you need to just, uh, as Danny Frawley say, walk under a tree and pluck a leaf off it and look at the leaf for a while. Just look at the leaf. <laughs> Leaves are beautiful. Yeah. Look at it. It's a beautiful thing. Get a bit more zen. Just get a bit of zen, get a bit of zen about you. Exactly. I tell you what, there's lots of little um, little wins, I guess, throughout the day. Um, if it was Liam Jones getting a hand on a ball just before someone was going to mark uh, the, the McCready rundown on Kent. Yeah, in the, good, good. In the, uh, yeah, McCready had some really important touches. Oh, Intercepts. McCready? McCready you're talking yeah, about? Oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. so too. Uh, our he counterpart here. No, 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 no. No, 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 no you, you potting. You're an idiot. Thank you. You take that back right now. <laughs> we were talking before you got in. We were talking about our votes, <laughs> mm. and I said, oh, there's only a couple of blokes I didn't even vote to, and one yeah. of them will be revealed that it wasn't was Harry oh, McCready. But to say because I didn't give him a vote, I didn't rate what he did is a completely ridiculous right, thing I'll to take say. Take that back. Yeah, Andrew. take it back. Thank you, back. Paul. No, I just thought the rundown. I remember the commentator saying, "Oh, Kent, he's got pace." Him and him and Jones. Is this the one? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Jones, wasn't it? In support. Yeah. 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 So when I'm seeing it, I'm thinking, I'm sitting there and thinking, oh, God, this is an open goal. He'll run him off his feet. McCready won't catch him. Well, he put in four giant strides, mm. grabbed him, pulled him down, and then Jones went in support, took the, the, the crumbs, and away we went. I love those rundowns. I love them. ASOS was it's doing huge. them. It's huge. Um, yep. you know, there's yep. been a few guys doing those sort of things, even uh, Petreski and a f- couple others, Fisher even. But Plowman... Uh, got hands in just at the last moment, um, uh, weedering, um, you know, all these guys down back just absolutely try their guts out. And if they're in a position where you think nine times out of ten they're not going to get there, mm. they defy the odds. They you, get there. You made an observation about him very early this year, and I hadn't observed it at the time, but it stuck in the back of my mind watching him play, whether it be at AFL or VFL level. And you said he doesn't lose his feet. No. McCready? He does not he does lose not. his He for does kid, not go to ground. For a nope. kid, that's a fantastic yep. trade My under word it is. My totally word agree. it is. Totally agree. I saw Cunningham win a ball on the outer wing, uh, stood up in the contest. It was a one-on-one. Uh, I thought to myself, he'll go to ground. He's going to go to ground here. And if he goes to ground, we're cooked. Stood on his, stayed up on his feet. I reckon he did that two or three times. I reckon yeah. he did that two or three He's not times. a bad one. Through the hips, he's all right. But certainly McCready. What what Harrison McCready's showing, uh, I'm shocked. Actually, between him and Williamson, they're the two defenders, aren't they? 40, 47 and 61 picks. But they're the two youngsters that are in the defence, aren't they? Oh, There's no other ones. Forgetting Marchbank and Plowman. Forgetting Marchbank and Plowman. The real senior but the real, like the real youngsters. Marchbank and Plowman. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the 19, 20, 21-year-olds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, like... I know the mean. real raw ones, yeah. the, babies. Are, the babies are Williamson and, and McCready. When they when they play, I'm not 
They're no I, I, weak links, are they? No, they're, they're not the weak no, links. No, no. And last week's game in the Rezies, mm. I plucked him out. I, I know there were players that had a lot more possessions, but in the reserves for, uh, the previous week. But his game was clinical. It was crisp. okay. So it was so mature. Mature. Stood up in the contest. Did everything right. Yep. And look, he got beaten once by Ty Vickery once in the whole day. Ty Vickery, the standover man. Last week. All oh, right. Last week when he played oh, in the VFL. Uh, in the oh, VFL. Right. Sorry, I was talking about it. Ain't you listening? I thought you'd get your, your, having an old man. Moment, no. So what do we do? No, we'll come. What do we do? Uh, Cripsy now we know is out for the year with that fractured fibula. Mm. Uh, he's, Can you believe he's gone the, for the freak year? nature yeah. of that? Like yeah. he's behind the guy that he's tackling <sighs> and somehow he still gets kicked in the back is, of the leg. You guys will know, is it the same leg? Is what, it the same leg? he previously broke. yeah. yeah. He's done this in. Uh, he did this in his first year, Andy. That's a good. When he question. ran into the point post or goal post or something like that, I don't know. he had a fracture back then. So I'm just wondering if he's. Uh, hopefully, he's got not. He hasn't got a weak spot there. But uh, oh, this is pretty extraordinary. Like I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't reckon he's got weak spots. So he gets bashed and beaten every single week. No, I know. But this but, is a phenomenally unusual experience. To yeah, have. I just hope it's not the same leg. That's all. Yeah, anyway, no, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 I don't know. It's only a six. Look, it's a six weeker for you know. Out you go. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, I, I thought, crikey, uh, I just, just knowing the way things have gone for us in the last few years, you just think, this is a 12-month. <laughs> it's mm. not. Mm. It's so, not. Yeah, so, no. yeah. so he finishes his year, as you put a line through it now, fourth in disposals, second in tackles, first in clearances, first in centre clearances, first in stoppages for the club. So, And you know what? You know, and off no... Off, uh, not really a pre-season. The start of the year. Let's I, don't, go back. I don't reckon we even saw the best of him. No chance. Of course Wait, not. Do you remember no the, the, the mail in early January was we might get him back. He might he might play round, round three, four, round four. Yeah, yeah. That's what, he plays uh, round one. <laughs> he played round one. So, again, to all you people who want to lay the boots in, Think about just get a just get your head in the game and remember where these guys have come from. So what do we do? I've sort of talked to my man at Carlton, uh, Kieran Byrne. So so White is uh, minor medial strain. But he'll be so out. he's going to be out for three to four, right? And Cripps will be out. Oh, Cripps is out. Yes, Cripps will be out. So they're the two. Hey, that just are... quietly, Levi strikes again. He was the guy who inflicted the uh, wound on White. He ran into yeah, the back yeah, of his leg. Well, yeah, they got their oh, legs tangled. Uh, he does it. He he's compl- he's like he's like the 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 gump of football <laughs> AFL, isn't he? Like he does things without knowing, but somehow it happens around him. You know. So Nick Friendly Graham, fire, McCall, I reckon Nick Graham will come back in. He was unlucky yeah. to go out. Oh, Nicky. very. I think he was unlucky yeah, to go yeah. out. So he'll come back in to just be part of the midfield for Cripps going out. Kieran Burns, an interesting one. We all got to see the VFL on the weekend because it was on tally. Mm. I thought Byrne, he hurt his quad late in the game, but he did full recovery today. So they're hopeful right. that he's okay. I thought Byrne was looking ready. Yeah, I thought first he looked time ready. Yeah, he looked at yeah, home for me yeah, for the yeah, first yeah, time yeah. since he's come back. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, and would you play him in the same I'd, I'd position? Play him. No, no. I would play Byrne, Kieran, you get on the halfback flank. Sammy, in you go. In you go, Sam. You go in. You go in where Cripper was. Mm-hmm. Doherty, he did a bit of it in the second half anyway. Yeah, yeah. Doherty, this is your chance, mate. 
because I reckon he might he might do what Brett Ratton did all those years ago, go from being mm. you know the the back six, get in the midfield, become a gun midfielder. I reckon Doherty's going to do that. That's my that's my gut mm. feel about Sam. Well, with the guys natural like ball Williams, oh, yeah, he's a beautiful user. Yeah. Guys like Williamson coming through as well. well of course, he's I mean, there, there, there's certainly options. Well, can you imagine Williamson? Plenty. Imagine yeah. Williamson burn off halfback flanks. Now you mentioned years. someone early in the program uh, for Melbourne. Uh, what's his name? Jeddah. I thought he was huge. Yeah. Well, I thought he was the most. Well, is he the kind of bloke that Carlton would love to have? Perhaps. I would love Neville Jenner in our time. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that. Because Gussie, Gussie, I hope he keeps his spot because I think we all want him to play. Mm -hmm. But in the last quarter, he gave away the free kick and then. He was unfortunately a bit went pan- to ground, a bit panicked, just coughed it up. Mm. Yeah, he could have gone out the back. Yeah. We had him out the back, but two, he just coughed it straight up to Hogan. He gave it to Melksham. Melksham kicked the goal. So they'll they'll do that. I yeah. mean, it's, it's in blind Freddie sees it. So I'm not telling Carlton supporters anything I don't already know. But he just had his two little moments in the last yep. quarter, and we've oh. talked about him. Is he? Is that his go? I don't know whether that's his go. Like the. Lockdown. I, th- I, I was frustrated on his behalf because Sheehan needs to know, and I'm sure he does, but he's he's clearly got a massive attribute that every a lot of 90% of the football players in the comp lack. Absolutely. Mm. I saw him gather the ball in the switch release sort of kick twice on the weekend, and it was it was the perfect moment for him to load up and use that skill. And it's not only the fact that he can kick, but he can see. He can see yep. the next target yep. as well. He went short both times. He went the 20-metre 20, 20 pass, and I just shook my head and th- thought, mate, you've just missed two massive chances to split the field open. He has to know that he is a weapon. He's got to use the weapon at every single opportunity, and that's the only reason he's in the ones. It's, I got angry with him. Yeah. Well, because that that when if he does something successful on that on the in that mode, he releases all of the tension and makes a very positive experience for himself. Mm. Then he's part of what's happening out on the field. If he's just chipping the ball around like every other player in the team, then he's not adding value at all. Yeah. Well, look, I, I think essentially you're right. And in answer to your question, Andy, is he uh, the type that we want in that lockdown? It's not what he, how he's been playing in the reserves. Mm. He's been playing the sweeper role in the reserves, and he does exactly what Gecko says: At the release kick, the forty meter kick. Yeah, he'll he'll slice it up the corridor. He'll put it out to the wing, whatever he finds them. But because he's got a lot more time and space and he hasn't had to have that lockdown role in the reserves. In the seniors, I think they want him to... He's probably the smallest bloke down there, I think. Uh, Well, you know, the the, the, the type of bloke that stays back. I guess they want him to play on on as a lockdown, but for our benefit, it'd be beneficial if he did get off his man and... Oh, I'm talking about. Gecko, I agree with you, but you've got to find that balance. You've got to defend. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to defend. Oh no you've doubt, you've got to defend. Hundred yeah. percent. So this comes back to a few things. A, the the opposition coach, I am positive wanted to isolate him one on one, and that's great coaching, yeah, that's and right. they exposed him that's for fine. that. 
particular inexperience in that part of his AFL stature. And, and so, how and many times did he get done one on one though? Like it was definitely oh, the was one against Gartner, or was it one early in the game? Those were two moments. Those were the two. He gave away. He gave away a couple of frees in one on ones. One of them. One of they were all both pretty soft to tell you the truth. Whether you want to pay them. No, the Gala one had to be paid. But one over the shoulder. Of course. This is this is where I come back to the senior players like Simo. Uh, who want to be that guy running through the corridor, who want to be that car- ball carrier and, and the run straight ahead and going into the Gallipoli moments, into the trenches and just exposing their body to the bullets. That's fine, but you can't just relentlessly do it over and over again and look back at your tapes and see how much of it worked and how much of it dis- didn't work. Mm. What you have to do is share, you have to share those moments and you have to actually know who are our most efficient players out there. Who are our best proponents of the, of the ball carry, hit the target type players. And we have to be able to give the ball to the right player at the right moment. Yeah, so Unfortunately, you don't have... I know. Time out I there to know. Think that, about all I these know. It doesn't work out. It's got to be way spontaneous. In the heat of a game. If you're in a Carlton jumper and you're free, you get hit. I know. And, can <laughs> I say, and the one thing, and, 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 and unfortunately, I'm, it's going to the wrong player. I'm talking about but, perfect world, and it yeah, doesn't yeah, happen yeah, like yep, yep, that. Yep. But I'm just, I'm just. What I'm trying to say is, in a perfect world, mm. it might be a different result. Oh, there's clubs that always get the ball into the right hands. Mm. Hey, listen, he's plenty second game. No, it's not a criticism of anyone. It's a what if. That's all it is. I'm hearing you. And we're all observing critically Gusheen's game. Uh, I hope he keeps his spot. I hope they back him in and they let him play some footy. Because he's played played two games. So I would consider Daisy's a smart footballer, isn't he? As a rule, Daisy Mm -hmm. Thomas. But ball in hand, like... In the last quarter, he was streaming through the middle of the ground. Terrible kick. Poor decision-making, poor well, execution. Uh, uh, I don't know what he was uh, trying uh, to do with that kick. What was he trying to do with that can, kick? Can I just say something on that? It was a poor decision, and it was a poor kick in the end. Was it a shot, it, a goal, or a pass? No, it was it was a kick to three blokes who were all... They weren't free, but they are all down there mm. type of thing. It was a kick because he saw three blue yeah, jumpers yeah. down there. One thing I will say about those three guys down there, not one of them double-backed and ran up to him for the little short one. Yeah. This is what yeah, I'm talking yeah, yeah. for. But did you see after the kick? I was spewing. In the right-hand corner of the screen. No, I didn't see that one. You will see Jack Silvani pointing, pointing to the corridor, yeah, saying, yeah. I was actually going to go into that space so if you kick the ball the there. And, okay. So All he, right. he didn't right. read the situation. Yeah, okay, okay right. fair enough. But there was a... That to me was an absolute given that you it kick had, a goal. It had to be a goal. Sorry, that had to it be it a had goal. to be a shot on yeah, goal. Yeah, there. two bounces through the middle of the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, sure. it, it should have been a, yeah. a someone double back, kick it into the was mate. There was that much space there. Pop it up. Someone runs onto it, or someone lead into it. Ha, have so a look was, at Jack after that kick was. I kicked. will. I will actually. Yeah. Um, the magnificent voodoo child blend. From Black Velvet Coffee. If you want to indulge your taste buds in the ultimate coffee experience, go no further. That is what you want. You want Voodoo Child Blend. Darren Silverman, no relation to Dick, the uh, chief coffee man from Black Velvet. He's their master roaster. 
thinks that this is as good as it gets. If you want it and you should have it, there is a deal available to you as a listener to The Carlton Show. Uh, 10% off all online orders using discount code Carlton Show. That is the name of this podcast. Simply log on to blackvelvetcoffee.com.au to start your Black Velvet experience. And let's not kid ourselves. At various stages of our lives, in one form or another, we have all wanted a Black Velvet experience. Okay. Mm. You left yourself open there. Mm. Okay. Tell a few stories. Mm. Shall we get to our votes? Or has anyone got anything else they want to say? I suppose. Well, we've mentioned... Okay, so no, no, that's right. So Alex Silvani is also a a chance of being available for selection this week. Okay. So... um, a bit to think about this one. Yeah, there is a Rezzy's bit to think any about. take? Who's pushing uh, up? Not a hell of a lot, I've got to say. I thought uh, oh, Smets was okay. Paulson, okay. Bokers got a lot of it again, but, oh, jeepers. You know, 36, two weeks in a row, and didn't just set don't the world on picked. fire with those 36 touches, I've got to oh, say. I don't think he's coming in. Uh, Burn, you're right. Certainly, uh, no doubt. About what about the him. two big forwards? Yeah, Kerr injured his groin just before half time. Played the rest of the match, which is fantastic. Yeah, gutsy effort. To play gutsy that effort, out. but he certainly he couldn't get up off. The I think ground. he's ahead of Harry at the moment. I think he's got his nose in front. If you if they were going to roll the dice with one of the big mm. kids in the sec, in the last six or seven weeks, mm. I reckon Paddy Kerr's got his nose in front at the moment. I, I want I want to say something there. Um, Palmer, no. Buckley, definitely no. Uh, really poor, those couple on the weekend, I, th- I thought. Mm. Um, other than that, Jeebus. No, I thought was... I thought Bokehurst was excellent. I thought he put in a really big effort. I thought he played... I did, no doubt about that. I thought yeah. he played a yeah. great game. Yeah. The effort was there. Was... Uh, I thought Pickett showed yes. another oh, yeah. increment yeah. in his development. Yeah, I thought Pickett. he put himself in far more situations than any other game that mm. I'd seen him in. Uh, he set he set things alight two or three times, and it actually came off this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the fact that I reckon I reckon as a team they were given a rocket this week, and and, and it oh, whether whether it tell. was Carlton and Northern Blues I don't know, but they decided both teams decided to play a far more um, uh, dynamic style of football than they'd previously been playing. That the slow and steady style of footy. Uh, I think they were meeting both opposition head on this week yeah. and just saying we're we're just going to go and play football. We're just going to. Uh, I agree, and it. unfortunately, they come up with two better sides. Like Port Melbourne's That's a true. quality side. Yeah, they are good. Team. And Melbourne's obviously on the march, so they. Uh, you're right, but unfortunately, it didn't. It didn't work. They they were. Three or four goals better than us the whole match, Port Melbourne. And, and my impression was that Port had more footballers than us. We we we're foot we're not football savvy in the twos with what's playing there. They're they're more guys that want to play on their own terms, mm. and they don't really have that total game inside outside combative. No. Yeah, Nousy, knowing where to kick the well, ball. Well, you've got no carriage, time, blah, blah, no, blah. no carriage, no Jones, no Graham. There's a whole host of them right now. You know Cunningham. So right at the moment, they they've got no bullets in the yeah. in the two. But yeah. I, I want to oh. mention also. Have you mentioned Paulson? Oh, I did. I thought he was okay. Yeah. Once again, he went on the most dangerous player yeah. at half time and shut him down. Yeah. He did a really good job. Yep. I'm I'm totally wrapped with Paulson's. 
development this season. I, I yeah, he just, could get a crack before the year's end. Before the year end, he hasn't I, been shooting the lights out or no. doing anything spectacular. Well, but his work rate and his nows, I'm really taking well, note while, of. I reckon while he's, Ed's he's out, fantastic. They won't be, pick. I don't no, reckon they'll pick him you won't while pick, yeah, okay. while Fisher. Oh, Samo yeah, yeah, and uh, they're not going to pick another kid. No, they're no. going to get the, they, they learn. No. They're going to get the balance right. And I don't but need, but yeah. I will say something on on Kerr and Mackay. There's a lot of people saying that that they don't deserve it. They haven't done enough. They don't deserve it. They haven't done enough. Well, I I, I beg to differ in in terms of uh, all the the draftees that we've had in their first and second year. I'd have to say that SBS got a game on the back of a. Um, on the back of an intra-club game. Uh, Fisher wasn't beating the door down. Neither was Willow, neither was Cunners. Oh, Cunners mm. probably was. But no, sorry, he wasn't. Last year here. He's a last year draftee. Yeah, that's so, right. Yep. So none of these guys were beating the door down to get a game of AFL football. Last year, Cunningham got a game. Well, I'm not quite sure how, to be honest. Uh, they wanted to probably see him at AFL level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlie... Oh, Soss was the only one that was beating the door down in the resis. He certainly put strung three or four really good ones last year. Charlie, I'm not even sure if Charlie played any reserves football. He may have and, and certainly didn't set the world on fire. Yeah. Um, so just be very, very careful when you say the blokes don't deserve. I know that Mackay hasn't put four quarters together. We all know that. We get that. We see that. But to say that he's not trying... He works his ass off. Right? He actually does work his ass off. You know, there's people saying that he doesn't have a presence, he doesn't try, um, this sort of stuff. Look, on the weekend, he did drop his lip a little bit. I think his second and third efforts in the second half could have been better. I felt that they weren't as good as the first half. And I've got a feeling he gets a bit frustrated by not getting the ball kicked to him when he feels like he's wide open. Totally agree. And... There was look. There's one moment in the game. You know, God love Matt Korchek, and you know, good luck to him. You know, it's great. But I think it was Billy Smith chose to kick it to Korchek instead of kicking it to Harry. Now, Simo won't do that. No, in the ones. I don't. No, I, I think. I think I'm only. I'm a big Harry Mackay fan, and I think he's going to be a really good player for the footy club. You, you honestly believe that? Do I honestly believe it? No, oh, no, hand on heart. No, I'm asking the question because oh, yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. out there potting him. Oh, we'll let him pot him. You know, got, again, they're the blokes who probably walked away saying we didn't try on Saturday, on Sunday. So uh, No, 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 one of them's a very nice fella and goes every week to the reserves, but he's just doubting things at the moment. And I say to him, Nick, don't doubt it. Trust in sauce, trust in bolts. This guy will improve. Give him another preseason. Oh, he and, and I reckon, and first, I reckon, I don't, I don't care whether he deserves it or not. Come round twenty two, twenty three, whatever. I, I'd like to see both of them in. Well, Who that cares? would be fascinating. Who cares? Yeah, like, do we honestly care? Come round twenty two, nah. or the last nah. round of the year? Nah. Just give him a taste. Nah. Is nah. there anything to be lost there? I, don't I wouldn't think so. have thought so. Uh, anything else from the VFL? Not really. They're paddling. Give me your votes, Geekman. Okay, I, I didn't give anyone four votes this week. Um, oh, gee, please. I gave Murph three. What's wrong with this man? Carriage three, Doc three, Plowman three, and SBS three. Uh, Carriage with a asterisk because I reckon he played above his ability to a degree. Sorry, can you give me threes again, please? 
Murphy, Kerridge, Doherty, Plowman, and SBS. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a plus or minus with Kez, um, with the Clangers, but I just thought he just kept plowing on to his credit. He just kept buttering up. A lot of people dropped their heads and just concede and go into their shell, but he just kept buttering up, and, and I will take my hat off to that uh, yep. part of his Big character. Hit. Two votes to Simo, Gibbs, Charlie, Cruiser, Lamb, Wright, Levi, Jones, Fisher, and Soss. Um, I thought... For whatever reason, two votes is about the mark for those guys, uh, whether they played four quarters or not four quarters or sure. not complete games. And I gave one vote to McCready just because of what we said before. Um, wasn't a spectacular all-round game, but everything he did, I thought he did really well. So that's pretty the sole much be, the sole receiver of one vote. Very bizarre. An unusual way you've cast Very your Very bizarre, this but that goes with my character. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> He's thrown a cat amongst the pigeons with that uh, casting of those votes. Give me your. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing over I've, there? <laughs> what are you doing? Just give me your votes. I put the same bloke down twice. Oh, you idiot! Do you want me to give? Well, you want to sort it out? I know. Who you sort yours out. I know who it was supposed to be. All right, go on. I've got it. I don't have control. Because <laughs> just he mentioned one bloke's name there, and I thought, where is he on mine? I thought I haven't got him because I've written down right twice. But um, go on. All right. Wow, I must be on drugs. <laughs> I've gone, uh, I've given four fours. Right. <laughs> it is Gecko. Don't, you know. No, 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 no. He can, mate. No, no, no. Of course, he sees four them all Four fours is ridiculous he's when you lose a game one. of footy. Don't remember, he's a smart well, one. Well, he is, but yeah. four fours when you lose a game, it's a bit ridiculous. I just, I thought these blokes, look, I, I gave Murphy four, I thought he was outstanding. I gave Doherty four because I thought that once he went in the middle, uh, he was in, well, I wouldn't say foreign territory, but he certainly, you know, lifted what he, what his output was. I really liked Charlie Curnow's game. I gave him four. And I really liked Plowman's game. I gave him four. So that's incredible. In I'm Sorry about that, guys. But, uh, Don't apologise, But mate. then I'll go Simo three, Cruiser three, Jack Silvani three. Carriage two, Gibbs two, Lamb two, Fisher two, Cunningham two, SBS two, Weedering two, Jones two, McCready two, Casbolt hey! two, <laughs> Wright two, and I gave Thomas and Sheehan one. Nobody misses unless uh, nobody missed except those. Everyone's a winner except the two that didn't play. Plowman did have career high, uh, season high statistics: contested possession, uncontested possession, and intercepts. So. Uh, and fantasy points. So he's had a good. He's had a. Don't apologise. Yeah. Oh, just the, the wow. people there, sort of. Uh, four votes to Murphy, Doherty, and Simpson. Uh, I forgave Simo for his three or four mistakes because six hundred forty-one metres gained. He drove and drove, and drove us forward. And he tried and he tried and he tried as he always does. Three votes to Silvani, Kerridge, Charlie Kerno, Gibbs, and Cruiser. Uh, two votes to Jones, Petreski, Seaton, Plowman, and Lamb. I gave Jed Lamb two votes. Ed, what did you give Lamb? You votes? Oh, I gave Lamb two. Two. You gave Lamb. I gave him two. Two. And singles to Fisher, Thomas, Weedering, Casbolt, Wright, and Cunningham. So for Luke Ryan, who continues to do oh, a superb is job he for a us. special or what? Oh, he's magnificent. In, and I'll tell you what, some can of I say his tweets, he never says anything wrong. Can I say to you, Luke? He's a special. Lee, when you, for the end of season... Don't bring your wallet, Luke. Oh, no. It's, Leave it's your wallet at home, mate. Andy's, oh, Andy, like... Andy's going to shout for everyone. Andy Especially who? Luke. Andy who? Andy Ma. 
You'll need half a Melbourne. You'll need your... <laughs> you'll need something to get home. But while you're, you've certainly while got enough jobs than most of the people in, in this world. Only they paid me. While you're in our company, your hands don't go into your pockets, Luke, unless you're, you know, not to get money out. Uh, don't forget blackvelvetcoffee.com.au for your black velvet experience. There is the Carlton Show discount code. Log on for all online purchases, 10% off. That is it. No, it's not. Oh. Well, I still got a couple of things. What are you on about? Go on. Uh, you don't run the show. Um, it was Kylie Mumby's uh, birthday during the week. So Happy well, birthday, Happy birthday, Kylie. Kylie. Thank you. What do you mean? What's this? Oh, mm. you're doing Cheerios she's, now. Oh, she's fantastic, She's mate. a beauty, she, she loves the show. and uh, Rusted is, on. She's rusted on. No, she's, exactly. She's one of exactly, the, she was yeah. here right from the workout. Uh, my daughter wants to ask you guys your opinion on a send-off game for Dennis Armfield, round 22 against Hawks on a Saturday night. Is that a possibility? It's our last home game. Possibility? That game. Do you, do you think that they would give him a send-off game? I really hope they do. Mm. I know that. Think... I know. I know. You know, his form's not great, but she's knowing, knowing bolts it. and the. the I, yeah, think, I, I think, think he, he values the fabric. What you, it's yeah. a chance. By the way, chance. that game should be shifted. Huh. Why? That game's. It's an Eddie had game. It's Luke Hodges' last game. No, it's oh, not. Really? It's not around. It's not their final game of the year. No, it's the second last round. Oh. Just, he is a painter. Oh, you don't right. listen to anything I say. I thought it was their last. Their last, their last game. We're, our last game's in Sydney, so it's not a good game for Armfield. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Okay, like, right, I see. But yeah, but right. the last game of the year, Hawks have got know. against the Bulldogs. So I think it'll be a great game. And look, we haven't beaten them for yonks. Mm. So wouldn't you love? You know, to Jordan Lewis. Stick it up there. Jordan Lewis has played in 14 consecutive wins against Carlton. Yeah, no matter who you plays reckon. For. You reckon our blokes wanted to beat him on the oh, weekend? Yeah. Do you Jesus. reckon they made that quite clear? Doesn't that and who had the last laugh? Don't you hate crawl? that? A, a mate of mine wants to ask you, Gex. It's a serious question. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm heterosexual. Well, it's along those lines. He wants to know. Laurie De Palma wants to know. How'd you go with that big organ <laughs> the other week? Did you I, did you as find I it? Said I love a big organ. Yeah. Well, and, and if you haven't experienced one, you should go down to we? the. Oh, because he, he just wanted to know what he was <laughs> talking about. What, was Melbourne, that Sexpo? The Melbourne Town Hall and have a listen. So it, was six, it was Sexpo, wasn't We're it? We're better than It's this, an oral we? experience. What? Oral. So you're taking the piss. Oral as in. He's taking the piss. Uh, that's it. We're done. Apologies to all the kids out there listening and the questions. Congratulations that, too, by the way. What for? Your efforts on the front bar. It's fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, that oh, is it. Oh, right. We, yeah, uh, he's gone all coy, folks. We're done and dusted. He's that killing them. Round 21, uh, sorry, F21 over and out. F22 next week. Hmm, Ian Aitken. Was he number 22, wasn't he? I think so. I think he was. Chandler? Neil Chandler. There's a plug. Good call. We got uh, a chance against the Bullies at, we'll the, see G, at the G. We were a chance we'll last see week too. We'll see you then, folks. Thanks for tuning in again. And they will know that they've been playing against the famous old dark blues. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.